Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on today's episode, we are doing a, a special, uh, let's just say it'll be a truncated episode, a maybe shortened version of mini? this show. A mini-sode, but not by too much. Who knows? We don't know. It's still uh, the beginning. But uh, Ashley, unfortunately, has come down with maybe the worst cold I've ever seen a human ever endure. Guys, it's my fault. Um, this is maybe the fifth time I've been sick Yeah, this you're year. like an ill person, huh? I guess so. Actually, it's the third time I've been sick this winter, and I think it is a pretty big sign that I need to move out of New York City. Is that what you think it is? You think it's New York City that's adding to- I blame uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And faulty Irish jeans. Faulty Irish. Why are you going to blame the Irish? Because for this? the potato famine screwed up our DNA for generations. Now, I'm Irish. I rarely get sick. What's the deal? You, you have a nice mix of Italian and Spanish. Do Italians do not, they don't get sick? Italians classically do not get sick. <laughs> oh, okay. It's all that just... tomato sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so folks, today uh, what we're going to do is just jump right into the action, and we want to talk about pretty much one thing and one thing only, and that is the season finale of Temptation Island. Wow. We watched it. Uh, I guess it was last Tuesday. It aired, um, and we hope everybody caught up and watched this show, um, or you just enjoy listening to us talk about it. Um, as we've said before, this was sent in by a, a tipster yes. who told us that this is a show that we probably should get into and boy oh boy uh were they right because we really really enjoyed this show um so what we're gonna do is i guess ashley took some notes based on us watching the finale and maybe some of the questions that i posed out loud yeah and maybe we'll use that as a little grid and then we're gonna talk about how all the couples ended up so this is a spoiler episode if you have not watched this show and you're planning on doing it Get to that DVR, folks, and watch it before you listen to this, because we are going to reveal all the greasy deets. Um, so let's just jump right into it, Ash. What do you got on your palette, or let's just say your phone, for some questions or notes? First, I just want to give a shout out to Madeline, who was the uh, Reality Blows podcast listener who uh, messaged us on Twitter. Now, these notes I, I took during the finale and a lot of it is just Nick not understanding what's going on. Wait a minute. So these are just me being an idiot. My bit, yeah. No, you know what it was? I mean, you'll <laughs> see what happens is Ashley seems like she comes off like she really intimately knows all of these personalities. And when I ask a question, she looks at me like I'm an idiot. Like, uh, clearly you're not paying attention or clearly you don't understand people or relationships because it's true as blue what's what's being shown on the screen. And I don't think so. And we did have a little bit of a back and forth on what we think the intentions of these couples were going into the house and then leaving the house. They're opposing. So, uh, Ashley, take it away. Well, the first thing that I found really hilarious um, about you not understanding stuff is with Nicole. So every time Nicole would come on and talk Nicole about... Nicole came into the house as a couple with Carl. Yeah, and every time we would cut to a scene with Nicole, while she was on this journey, she would be like, you know, I really feel like I'm finding myself. Like, now that I'm sort of out from underneath the oppressive microscope that is Carl, I feel like I am I can be free and every time she would talk, Nick would look at me and be like, what is she talking about? No, 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 no. You're making me sound like I am non-respond. Uh, I don't know what you're making me sound like, but bad. 
babe, I'm not making you sound bad, but I will say I'm making you sound like someone who has never had a friend that was in this sort of relationship. Because every time Nicole's talking about this, I totally get it. I understand. I've seen this happen before when someone is in a relationship with somebody who is dominant, who is controlling, who has the upper hand in age and self-awareness, and so therefore is able to push their agenda further. So Nicole, to me, just sounds like a classic person that is is lost in a relationship with someone who is in control. So she would talk about finding herself, and Nick would be like, "This doesn't even make any sense. I don't oh, even know on. what she's saying." And I'd be like, "I it did makes not say I don't know what she's saying." Sense. Literally, you paused it. Literally, you paused it, and you were like, "She just said nonsense, right?" And I'm like, "No, everything she said made total sense." I just, I, I guess, because I needed to see some sort of actual evidence. Babe, you just never had a friend that was in the situation nah, well, before. Well, then that's not to me, for me to decide. That's for the show to lay out the actual reasons in which she feels like. She She's being oppressed. Nicole would go on these philosophical journeys where she's like describing what it's like to find herself outside of her relationship. And Nick is like, what is she talking about? That was what you would do every time. Because I will I will say this. Nicole's a little wordy. So in some of her like interviews, she would be going on too long. But you would you were just totally lost in her point of view. First of all, this is the relationship in which there is the biggest gap in age. Yes. So I can understand that a younger person who hasn't experienced as much of the world um, can feel like they're under the thumb of the person they're in the relationship yeah. with who's a lot older. Were they 10 years different? Something, Something like that. So, but Carl came into this house. He seemed like a nice guy. Ooh, he seemed like a nice yeah. guy. Boy, oh boy, did he get that get proven wrong. Well, why? Because he kind of cheated or whatever? Um, Not only did he kind of cheat, but he straight up played Britney. Like, he made Britney look Britney, like a fool. He played Britney. But he just kind of... Like, he he's all like with Britney. He's all like, I've never had a connection this deep before. You're so intellectual. You're so mature. And then they sleep together and he's like, have a great life. Yeah, he did say have a great life. Well, I just kind of feel like everybody should have assumed that if they were coming in with a relationship that they were going to try their hardest to stay with that relationship. And I didn't see Carl making any promises to Brittany. But I think Brittany assumed based on body language and chemistry and the and fact what that he was they saying had, to and her the fact that they had sex the <laughs> night before. He didn't make any promises, but he was definitely like telling her that she was like deep and stuff. Yes. And but so was Nicole telling old Drake was t- saying the same thing. I was mean, she every time they would cut to a scene with Nicole and old Drake, she would just be like nodding and old Drake was talking at her like what I think her relationship with Carl is like. But then how come she's thanking old Drake for allowing her to grow when old Drake was just, in your words, doing what Carl was doing? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, except for I think people when I want to get away from them, thank you so much. And then I slowly back away. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what happened when they um, finally were at their final uh, bonfire ceremony? Yeah, maybe the, yeah, I was going to say maybe the best bonfire, but they were all so good. So, so. They this was ha- the first bonfire, too, by the way. No, I'm talking about the final one. Yeah, I mean the first couple oh, bonfires. Yeah, yeah, for yeah the we'll final. Do, we can do yeah. it in order like that. Yeah. So, yeah, they were up first. Um, and initially, Carl said that he wanted to work things out with Nicole and go back home to wherever they're from and work it out. And Nicole said, okay. Yeah. She kind of agreed. Yeah, we'll, f- yeah, we'll figure things she, out. She floundered. She was like, um,. I'd like to deal with this when we get back, which means like I want to break up with you off the show. Yeah, off the show. Not good enough for Marky Mark Wahlberg. Uh -uh. Marky Mark was like, Nicole, 
Do you want to re-examine what you're saying right now? Stop right there and tell them what you told the producers you said you were going to say. Yeah. Um, And they stopped and he kind of coerced her into saying, I want to leave alone. Yeah, he really did. And then so what happens is uh, when somebody wants to leave, they walk down a path and then get into a limo either together or separate. And so once Nicole makes her decision, she gets up, walks out. Carl seems... So Carl seems pissed. Carl is, I mean, Carl is probably like looking at Marky Mark, like, bro, like I can tell it's not going well, but can we please leave with our dignity and just do this at home? Yeah. And Marky Mark Wahlberg is looking at him like, ah, not the, what this show is for. Hey baby, I didn't leave antiques road show to come (laughs) onto this franchise and not have a little blood spill. I'm going to appraise this relationship and say that (laughs) it is worthless, worthless. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, probably the most boring couple. Yeah. So good that we got it out of the way first. Do you have any notes or any other things you want to say about Carl or Nicole? I guess my final notes are going into the show, I thought that Nicole and Carl were really strong. And then at the end, I totally don't like Carl at all. So You didn't like what he did to Brittany. I I, I it it was pretty cold. I don't like what he there. did to Brittany, but I also don't like the way he treated Nicole. Like he just got angry at Nicole and angry at the situations. Yeah. We never saw him He wasn't happy. We never saw him express being hurt, you know? It doesn't seem like his like he he doesn't seem emotionally invested in it really. Like I you didn't see him get sad you just now, get angry wasn't this the relationship in which nicole l- cheated on her ex-boyfriend to ha- to go with carl and carl was worried that that was going to happen with yes. him yes you know there's something i mean nicole had to be there to prove something you know i, I i'm just not totally out of carl's court here i kind of i i just carl I, sucks <laughs> i'm not a fan you of carl hate, as much as the longer we talk about this the more you're hating on carl you know what i think it's because i like britney Brittany was cool. Yeah. Brittany when was cool. Whoever she was, who was the girl she told off? One of the singles, Hannah, who was like being remember. mean to John, the blonde girl. Yes. The who blonde, was sort who of was, like a Catherine mm-hmm. dupe, but not Catherine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Brittany was like, I think you're causing drama, drama and you need to shut up. I was like, we should have a show about Brittany. Brittany's cool. And she was just like over it pretty quickly, but she was still kind of fun about it. So I enjoyed that. I will say also last words is that at the end of this finale, we got a six months um, like peek into their life six months after the show. And Carl's a rapper. Didn't know that. Or a mu- <laughs> he's a is musician. he a musician? He's a singer. I think he's okay. And then Nicole was buying like a multi-million dollar apartment in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did not expect like an that. In the city, like a uh, penthouse. penthouse, like floor condo. to ceiling windows. I was yeah. like, damn, Nicole. You know, I'm really getting my life together. I think it's time to pull the trigger on on some of daddy's money. Yeah, I'm like 24 and I'm now like a, a multi-millionaire property owner. Did it make you like her more or less? Less. Hmm. I always like rich people less. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? That's a good place to to put a pin in it. Let's move on to the next relationship, with the, which I believe is one of the more tumultuous relationships Ooh. that uh, ended or didn't on camera, which is John and Katie. Yeah. So John and Katie, if you guys don't, uh, if you guys didn't watch or you don't remember, uh, Katie pretty much talks shit about John on camera, really hitting below the belt on things, saying that he does, she doesn't feel like he's really man enough to be with her. Um, she's looking for a more manly relationship. Ooh. She does not think that he would be a good father to her children. Damn. And uh, so uh, it got 
pretty raw during the bonfire sessions when John had to witness these things. It eventually um, moved him to kind of open himself up in the house and started oh, yeah. and started dating um, uh, more seriously some of the singles in the house and eventually struck up quite a relationship with one lady who was actually the person that Katie put the necklace around to keep away from John. Catherine. And, and Catherine and John eventually uh, really canoodled um, in this last uh, couple of episodes. God, but... All of their scenes together were like zero chemistry. Like every time the two of them were together, it's like Catherine looking very serious and John being like, I don't know what to do. And Catherine, like her lips are pursed. She looks upset. Like I never saw John having fun with a woman. Let's be honest. John seems kind of boring. You don't like John. I feel bad for John. Yeah. Well, I don't really feel bad for John. And I, I, I think he just seemed kind of boring. I don't John know. John seems like a good guy. Yeah, but like not boring. He, he's the most boring guy in the house. Good guy Carl's with, pretty boring too. But. Good guy with horrible horrible footwear every time i saw john's <laughs> shoes i was like please someone help john and uh let's not uh, forget that katie pretty quickly started canoodling with some of the singles in the house and she's getting her back adjusted by that chiropractor most importantly johnny who was a tough talking uh dude from i believe new york city pinch face very uh, sharp features had a scowl like on his mouth the whole time he not frowned. a fan of johnny me, me, me. Yeah. and he seemed very clingy to katie and honestly didn't like him from day one i think that katie john and johnny are all the like the least likable characters like this and Catherine like this couple and the singles that they hooked up with are the least likable on the franchise so far. Mm. And uh, I believe the final night um, John and Catherine hooked up like fully. Did they not? Yeah, mm -hmm, they I'm, did it. They I mean, they led us to believe that they did it. Penetration. Uh, well, we don't know. But <laughs> Something was going in somewhere. And I think they led us to believe that Katie and Johnny were also hooking up on a real level as well. Oh, right? Katie and Johnny were definitely boning. And they were they were boning for a lot longer than John and Kathy. Day one. So we get to this final bonfire. Uh, the first person sitting there, I believe, is John. And then, they, and then Katie walks in. And this one's a little tough. I had thought it was going to be more of a hashing it out rather than two people uh, deciding that, yeah, this isn't working clearly and get your stuff and get out, which was kind of what this was and probably the most cordial, cordial way they could have done it. Um, it did lead to Katie being colder than you really thought she could even achieve. This whole last bonfire between these two ran the gamut because when Katie arrived, she's like, she's, she's happy to see John. She's smiling at him. She touches him. There's warmth there. And then it slowly declines to her saying, you make me not want to have kids. You make me not want to have kids. Damn, Katie. That's cutting very deep and it does not seem necessary in my opinion. Poor John. How can you not like John? Just, I felt bad about that. Yeah. yeah, I felt bad about that. John is just like a, a sweet, dumb guy with bad <laughs> taste and shoes and he keeps getting shit on by Katie. Uh, So Katie says uh, you make me... I have a feeling she dropped that bomb based on him saying that he went through with hooking up and getting and getting a relationship with Catherine because mm. when there was some I will say there was some like editing stuff happening where people would say something and I'd be like what is that in response to so I saw 
Katie sort of talk about how it was tough that she knew she was hurting John. I saw um, her say that she had struck up a relationship with somebody and really look at John and feel bad for John about what she did. When it was John's turn to talk, John eventually revealed that he, uh, upon seeing Katie's actions in the house, it led him to strike up a relationship with Catherine. And when he mentioned that, I saw Katie's face and there was a quick snapshot of relief. Interesting. It was she immediately didn't seem to be as distraught as she was initially because I don't think she knew that because as as far as she knew and as far as we were in on, she did not see that behavior during the bonfires um, previous. And so I think the fact that her and Catherine hooked up, this was after... Him and Catherine. Her, um, him and Catherine hooked up. This was... Well, you're assuming a him. We don't know how John identifies. I guess we do. Um, <laughs> what are you <laughs> I doing? Don't know. I want to interject. Yeah, but let me finish what I'm saying. Um, she didn't know that they had really fully, you know, fucked or whatever. And when she found out that they fucked or whatever, she was like, oh, thank God, I'm not going to be the only person that made this mistake on the show. And you're saying that's what made her say, you make me not want to have I kids? think that it gave some relief and then eventually it made her go, mm, you know what? I'm going to just say whatever's in the top nah. of my head now. Them. Why? I think you're wrong. Tell because me then. Why? She was saying to him, like, you make, I feel like I have to baby you. I feel like I have to mother you. And I think that is where that comment comes came from. Like, all the mothering I have to do for you, all the babying I have to do for you makes me not want to have kids. No, I don't think that her, him hooking up with Catherine or Katie finding that out made her fabricate this thing. I don't think that at all. I think that when she found out. I don't understand what you're saying. Why? What's I don't understand deal? what you're saying. Like, are you saying? Okay, well then let me explain. Okay. So I think that she really feels, that Katie really feels that way. I do not think that she would have said that at the bonfire ceremony if she did not, if she, if she did not find out that John hooked up with Catherine. Okay. I think she finds out that John hooks up with Catherine. Now she doesn't have to feel so guilty about what she's been doing uh, in her uh, bungalow with Johnny. And then eventually the thought of John, a person that at this time, she still loves yeah. is fucking somebody else particularly the person that she was like I don't want you to fuck this person it led her to go well it's fine because you make me feel like I don't want to have kids uh, and that like that disgusting thought that she has been pushing down deep down inside her it was easily uh, coerced out by uh, the revelation of oh the guy that I've been with for a long time fucked some girl I hoped that he wouldn't and now even though I did the same thing it's really tough for me to be like I understand what you did and I did something too you're you're sitting there on television and you're being like, great, you're just admitting to me that the person I was like, please don't hook up with you fucked. Okay, well, you don't make you make me feel like I don't want to have kids. And gotcha. you're right. I think this is over. Okay. Um and, and you gotta know that because of their follow-up, because they both decide that they are gonna leave alone, correct? Yeah. Their follow-up. Which, by the way, was interesting because we Nick and I place bets on all these couples, by the way. We which always is, like to bet on these things. Yeah, highly recommend it. And we both thought that Katie would leave with Johnny. So it was interesting that she left alone. Yeah, I thought she was pretty wrapped up in that whole thing. Yeah. But you know what? Honestly, who's going to leave with a person? It makes no sense to leave with a person. But we'll get to that in a little bit. And what you were saying, though, I understand now. I understand. I, well, I you think... really held my feet to the fire. <laughs> I wanted you. I just wasn't following you. But I, I get what you're saying because I think that Katie went in there 
thinking that she was going to be the one that had a lot of explaining to yes, do. Yes, yes. And then when she realized that it was pretty, pretty um, even battlefield in terms of p- things that had happened, she had to then the, everything kind of spilled out. Except for John really tried to pawn off the guilt. He did. By being like, after I saw what yeah. you did, yeah. that made me do what I did, which right. is like not a great excuse, but I guess it's whatever. What can she say to that? Yeah. She did make the first move. Um, so then we get to see what their six month wrap up is. Ooh, and this one was sad. Yeah. Do you want to uh, let, do you remember the details of this? I just remember that John had a roommate. Oh, uh, yeah. John had a roommate. That was really sad. But what ended up happening was they did try to work it out. She, yeah. Let's not forget. And I guess we didn't even tell you guys. So if you don't watch, you don't know. Um, they were living together. Yeah. All They were living in John's house. Um, when uh, Katie started to make some moves towards some of the singles and John saw that at bonfires, he was kind of like, in a very real way, was like, I don't know what the fuck she's going to do. She's going to have to move all her shit out of her house. Why would she even do that? Like, basically, yeah. like, if you're going to cheat on me, like, don't do it to where I can totally see you. And then now you're going to make all this work for yourself. Like, right. you're going to have to get the hell out of my house. Like, do you really want to give up my home? And uh, so they clearly had a lot of ties together. So when they went, when they go back to Texas, um, you know, it seems like they tried to, to rekindle a situation between each other. Um, I believe that Katie tried to make it work. Um, eventually was going behind John's back again and calling Johnny in New York city. And then once John found out that Katie was doing that, specifically going to go visit Johnny. Um, she, and I don't know if she was even really hiding it. Didn't seem like she really was. John noticed that and was like, Oh, this isn't going to work. Pack your shit and leave. Here's what I think. I think that they were not rekindling it. I think that John said to Katie, look, we're broken up. You can stay in the house until you get back on your feet. He kind of gave her like an open door policy. And then when he found out that she was going to go see Johnny, he was like, never mind, you got to go. And I don't even think it was probably as cavalier as that. I think it was more John being like, you could stay because I don't want you to leave. Right. And hopefully we'll kind of see our way through this. Is John a doormat? Uh, we got to ask his roommate because now he has a roommate and he really likes him or whatever. <laughs> I, oh, I thought the roommate was female. Oh, it could be. It could have been. But it was just to find out that John's living in that house with a roommate was really just tough to watch. And then there was like a party at the end where they toasted like he was having like a barbecue at his house and yeah. then they gave a toast to his package. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it confusing. Was tough. It, this was a bad one. Bad and then ending. lots of shots with Katie with her mom. And Katie was kind of retreating to her mother's. Uh, Never embrace. good when a reality show just shows you hanging out with your mom and not friends. <laughs> yeah, it's that's tough. a bad sign. Um, so that's how that one ended. And I do not think things worked out between Johnny and Katie. I believe the long distance was a little too much for them to conquer. Uh, so all for nil. Am I yeah, right? And I think they're better off without each other. You do. Mm-hmm. Why? Katie doesn't seem that great. And John seems like a lovable fool. Yeah. What about Johnny? Oh, I do not like Johnny. What about Catherine? Don't like Catherine. Do you think Johnny and Catherine should hook up? Yes, 100%. <laughs> That's the perfect match. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Let's move on to our third of four couples. Oh, and then this one was, I, I felt like I needed to take a Xanax before I watched this. This was Casey and Evan. This was what we were all waiting for. Holy and to shit. to me, surprising that they were doing this before our fourth couple. Um, Holy uh, shit. I had, I had assumed this was going to be last. I didn't really understand why, what the programming was for, but 
it made sense in the end. But yeah, let's just jump into Casey and Evan. Going in, should we say what our bets were? Yes. Well, before we we do that, let's just give people a little backstory on what was going on with this. Okay? This couple been together for 10 years. They seemed like the strongest, in our opinion. Even though Evan had cheated on her about nine years ago. But like time all ago. of these couples had cheated on each yeah, other. There was a lot of cheaty bullshit going on. I, I feel John like- and Katie didn't cheat on each other. Okay, but they had also been together the shortest amount of time. Mm-hmm. There was cheating in, in everyone's background except for John and Katie. Yeah. Um, With Evan and Casey, this was hard because the first time we saw them, I was like, look, Nick, it's us. Yeah, I hated that you did that. Yeah. I hated it. They seemed like they were us. Uh. They were using language that we use in terms of like, he's my person. She's That's my, what people you know. say. I've heard that over and over again. I've heard it on the challenge recently, all that stuff. People just say that. Shit. I don't know. It seemed really much like our story. So really quickly, <laughs> the backstory here is Casey pushed for her and Evan to be on Temptation Island based on the fact that her family, a very religious family, was basically saying they were living in sin um, and Evan needs to pop the question. It needs to happen so that they can have a family and that uh, the Christian family could be very, very happy together. And so Casey also having issues with Evan's past, cheating on her, um, I guess when they were in college or something like that. High school, maybe? Um, it It was a while ago. And Evan just couldn't pop the question he was in arrested development and i think casey was hoping that this was going to show evan that he needs to move forward in the relationship but nonetheless she was very gung-ho on temptation island the driving force to get them both in there and honestly on the first episode she was kind of like winking at evan and being like i'm sure you like a couple of these people one of those people being morgan the girl that Evan was dating in the house. Yeah, cut to Evan being like, Morgan, I love you forever. You're my one. I mean, it happens so quickly with Morgan. So what happens in the house is Casey immediately can't handle the situation. This is what was going on with most of the girl couple, uh, girl parts of the couple, uh, where they were just not interested in dating, really, and didn't like the situation. And the guys got pretty loose pretty quick. Um, nobody got quicker and lo- qu- looser quicker than Evan, who immediately made a connection with Morgan uh, in the house, one of the singles. And then Casey, during bonfires, was seeing this connection grow and grow and was fucking flipping out, having panic attacks, losing sleep over over it really not knowing what's going on and really feeling she's the only one to blame because she is the one that pushed the issue to get these people on this show it was a tough situation to see casey in um casey had said even though she hadn't confirmed it she said that if evan had had sex with somebody in the house that it was totally going to be over and and evan talking to morgan the single that he was dating in his house was basically saying it's over with Casey. I'm going to tell her at the ceremony, you're my girl, you're my one, you're the you're my person. You are the person that I'm going to leave here with. And Morgan was like, I don't know if that's true. I mean, you have this whole other relationship and she doesn't know anything about us. Are you really going to be man enough to tell her this all? And Mo- and Casey was like, don't worry. Uh, or Morgan was, uh, what the, f- they're all guys' names. Um, Evan was like, don't worry, Morgan, I'm going to break up with Casey at this final bonfire. And it was left at that. So then from there, Ashley and I made some bets. My bet was that Evan was going to leave with Morgan. And my bet was that Evan would not leave with Morgan. It wasn't that 
Evan and Casey would get back together, but I did not think that he was going to leave with Morgan. I had thought that he, even though he was in love with Morgan and maybe not that much in love with Casey, he would have said, listen, I want to go home and work on things and then behind closed doors, break up with Morgan or whatever yeah. he, or break up with Casey and he do whatever he's going to do. He made such a fool of himself and his relationship with Casey on camera that he had to leave with Morgan. I just really felt Evan was kind of a creepy, weird sociopath and I just... Honestly, this is what I thought, and I don't even know if I said this on the first time we talked about this show two weeks ago. I really felt like Evan took this opportunity to break up with Casey and it not be his fault. Now, this is what I enjoyed the most about the Evan-Casey bonfire, is that Nick cannot take Casey and Evan and Morgan at face value. He cannot watch this storyline nope. and understand it for what it is. He has to have a conspiracy theory. So the first conspiracy theory was that Evan had wanted to break up with Casey for a while and was using the show as a way to break up with yeah, her. Yeah, once once Casey goes, hey, listen, we should go on the show, Evan, all of a sudden a light bulb pops in his brain and he's like, this is it. Then halfway through the bonfire, he's like, I know what it is. I know what it is. Casey won't give it up. She will not have sex with him because she's too religious. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? They clearly have sex. They've been together 10 years. Well, and Nick just had to find a, like, he cannot take it at face value. Whereas The to whole me, situation was sus, folks. The, whereas to me, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Morgan, and the, first off, these are not smart people is what I'm going with. And second off, the way that Evan fell in, fell in love with Morgan so quickly, he's clearly being propelled by a fantasy, and he's so invested in the fantasy that he has to leave with Morgan to, in order to see the fantasy through. Morgan is also wrapped up in this fantasy. Everything that is happening between Morgan, Evan, and Casey makes sense to me on the surface, whereas I'm sitting next to Nick, who's like, okay, this is my, this is what I think happened. Evan was abducted by aliens. Then no, they, I you didn't take it that far. You have to have a conspiracy. You cannot just Listen, take them for what they I, are. Okay, so, and the whole time, by the way, this was a brutal ceremony where Casey's like, why? Why are you doing this? Casey, we are going to work on it, this together. You're my person. She begs we, him to I, stay I with her. I love you. Please don't do this. You're getting Evan, wrapped up. Evan is sitting there being like, I don't want to be with you i'm gonna leave with someone else and casey's being like please don't do this please leave with me this was so sad to watch he's like everybody's gonna be so mad at you like it was really tough now casey starts saying i'll change i'll do it i'll do it i'll do it i'll change and i just kind of felt like the change that they were talking about was not stated clearly it it was basically alluded to. It that was stated very clearly. No. The change is, I will stop putting pressure on you. I will stop putting pressure. I'll do it. I'll do it. You don't say I'll do it. I will stop putting pressure on you. I will do it to do what? Stop putting pressure on you. That's like a double negative. That just doesn't work in the wording. There was something behind. I'll do it, and I think it was do it like have no. sex like i'll do it we can have sex and not be married i'll do it i'll they, do it i'll do it no they definitely had sex before i just don't think they have <laughs> anyway so casey decides that um she wants to try to work things out and well evan says no we're not going to work things out and in fact i want to leave here with somebody else and that somebody else is morgan 
Now, Nick, how did you feel about Casey saying things like, you're such a piece of shit, and then also following that up with, I want to leave with you and work this out? Like, is that emotionally manipulative? No, I, she was completely in a tizzy. I mean, this is her worst nightmare come to life, and it, it, it just seemed like she was completely... As much as she felt it looked like she should have been prepared for this, yeah. she seemed blindsided by this. And I think in the back of her mind, in the in the subcockles of her heart, she decided that Subcockles. She decided that you know what? He's doing all this stuff, but I was basically gave him a pass to do this stuff for the most part, and he's going to come to his senses when he, you know, all that stuff was going on in her head. Clearly. Once I talked to him, and that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought as soon as Casey no started turning way. on the waterworks, Evan was going to be like, oh, you know what? We'll leave together, but honestly, in the limo, I have a girlfriend. Not and for a we're gonna second. Break up. Evan so- thinks he's a good person. Evan thinks he's a good person okay in order for him to justify what he has done he has to be a hundred percent invested in the fantasy that is i went on temptation island and lightning struck in a bottle okay he has to be committed to that and in order to be committed to that he has to see it through to the end otherwise if he cracks a little bit then his identity as a good person is shaken and he won't let that happen evan is committed to the idea that he is good i buy this now ish anyway so there marky mark's like well see you later casey go get that limo ride and he's like but what and then literally as she's walking down the path and evan's still sitting by mark Wahlberg at the bonfire she's like looking over her shoulder being like you'll be sorry no Uh, what she said is this is wrong oh this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong. You're doing Evan, wrong this thing. is wrong. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. I mean, and then she gets in the car and she's like, I can't believe, I feel then like we I'm just watch her dream. hyperventilate. Yeah. She like has her <laughs> hands around her neck. She's trying to, br- I mean, she's uh, having a, an anxiety attack. This show is so good. It's a good show. And then we see Morgan who's waiting on a bench for Evan. <laughs> so, okay, so then Could not like, believe and this. And then Evan's like, they're like, Marky Mark's like, Evan, stand up. I think you got somebody waiting over on a bench. Holy the shit. So she goes and 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 she and he she's like standing there. Is he gonna come out? He's gonna come out. I don't know if he's gonna come out. And all of a sudden Evan comes out. The moment that Morgan sees Evan, you can see on her face, oh fuck. I basically just broke this relationship up. What on have TV. I done? Now I'm attached to some guy who I f- could never break up with because he completely threw away his 10 year relationship from some reality TV show lady. Morgan looks shook. Shook. I mean, a- a- we paused it and we looked paused, at her we face. Went wound. It, I mean, <laughs> she, there's a moment right where they're screenshot. about to embrace and she comes out. She can't believe it. It's like a 10 mile stare. Yeah. She looks, she looks stunned. And then they go away. They embrace and they go away. What I want to know is, was Johnny sitting on that bench and we didn't get to see Johnny sitting on that bench? Yes. Was Catherine sitting on that bench and we didn't get to see Catherine sitting on that bench? Yes. Why not get the sadness in their eyes? Why don't we have that reveal when John doesn't come out for Catherine? When when Katie doesn't come out for Johnny? But I learned... Nicole doesn't come out for old Drake. I learned on social media that all the singles were on the benches and they were all watching what happened. Wow. Which explains Morgan's look of shock. Yeah. She's like, oh my God. Long story short, we get a six month later situation. And I'll be honest, I was expecting everybody to be in their own homes somewhere else. We see Casey... Casey's whole deal is she's dyed her hair black and she's going out to the club with her friends. And boy, did it read sad. 
Oh, really? I thought Casey looked cute and fun. No, we both agreed that Black didn't look good on her. Well, I think her her vibe was cute and fun. Uh, Yeah, I guess. I mean, honestly, they should have not been together anyway, but she did get worked real dirty on this show. Now, we cut to Evan. Evan, who is a SoCal boy. He's in D.C. He's living with Morgan. He's He's, hanging out with her family, her mom, her sister. So Morgan's mom sits down with Evan and is like, thank you so much. Thank you. And this is so wonderful what you're doing with my daughter. Is there something we're not we didn't learn about Morgan that we should have? This made her seem like she was some sort of charity case. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. She's got a lot going on for her. And this thank you so much from the mom was like as if like it was a make a wish or something. I think what happened was okay, so spoiler alert, in this six month recap, we see Evan propose to Morgan at a restaurant. It was weird. But what I think we're seeing is Evan asking his mom, asking Morgan's mom for permission. Oh, see, they didn't show it that way, did they? No, they did not, which is why I said I think that that's what we're seeing. Because I think we're seeing uh, Morgan's mom being like, thank you, you know, for asking me. Like, thank you so much for this. Like, really appreciate it. Blah, 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 blah. So I think that is... That makes 100% more sense than what was going on. Yeah. What I thought. Because I was like, what is happening here? Right. Is Morgan have the plague or something? Like, what's I, going on? Hold on one second, though. I want to get back to Casey. Um, you're right. The dark hair did not look good on her. But Thank you. everyone on social media that I can tell does not seem to like Casey. And I'm confused by that. Like, she's really getting a lot of backlash where people are saying that she's emotionally abusive towards Evan, that she's playing the victim, that uh, Evan's better off without her, blah, 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 blah. And and I think Casey seems like kind of fun and cute and positive. I, I don't understand why she is getting such a horrible social media backlash. Well, she lost me pretty big uh, during the show when she would not watch her video from the bonfire. That was hard. And yeah. wouldn't give us the moment of her seeing her boyfriend cheat on her. I needed to see that moment and the yeah. recognition on her face. And she took that away from us. And I think that kind of show that speaks to how she might be a little delusional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just wanted to turn away from it. Yeah. It was fine. She just couldn't deal with it now. Um, probably a symptom of a much larger issue in their relationship, right? You're right. That is a good point. Folks, that was a tough one, but we have one more couple left and will they survive? How did you feel about Evan oh. and Morgan getting engaged, Nick? I don't buy any of it. What do you mean? I just don't buy any of it. I kind of feel like Evan is a big phony and uh, I just don't buy any of it. You think Evan's a phony? Yeah, yeah, totally. I just think he's stupid. I, that's what I, with all these people, not all of them, but like a, a lot of times I think your people are on social media are trying to look into deeper character motivations for these people. And I'm like, I just don't think they're that smart. Could be, but I think to be on that show and to be able to do that, it takes some sort of emotional intelligence and um, honestly manipulation of some sort. So honestly, I I just, um, I don't know, I don't buy it. Okay, fair. Uh, Okay, can we move on to our final couple? Our final and favorite couple. I mean, honestly, the the turnaround of the century, Shari and Javen. Wow. uh, Boy, oh boy. Um, Could we love anyone more? And did we hate anybody more on them when they first came in? Couldn't believe how annoying Shari seemed. Uh, Javen seemed like he was dealing with the situation in a terrible manner. Javen seemed like a dud. A dud. Cut then, to the end of the season where I'm like, I love Javen yeah, so much. Javen uh, opened up in the house. We can tell that he's a real fun guy to hang around. He's funny. He seems sweet. Um, the way that he was speaking to Shari through his interviews, I enjoyed. Shari was just very closed off. Very closed off. She opened up a teeny tiny 
tiny bit. And all that that opening up, uh, the, was, the ray of sunshine that was let in was honestly uh, great. Folks, love this couple. And the way that uh, it ended up couldn't have been sweeter. They're at the bonfire. Um, they say their final pieces to one another. And uh, we find out that Shari's found herself a little bit. She's realized that she needs to relax and um, have more fun with uh, Javen. And, um, be their own people. Be their own people. Um, but honestly, to do that together. Yeah. And Javen uh, just kind of professed his love to Shari this oh, in, the entire time. It was so very cute. sweet, very nice. Couldn't keep his hands off of her. Um, so they both decide to leave together. And, oh. and then what happens? He asked her to marry him. And honestly, it was a bummer that we had to see that bullshit proposal beforehand uh, six months later with uh, Evan and Morgan. It I, did take a little steam out of Shari uh, and Javen. It, it was like two proposals in like f- four minutes time. Just too many proposals in my mind. But it was sweet nonetheless and uh, was very happy that this couple kind of could hash it out and enjoy one another. This is one of those other long-lasting high school couples. and I'll watch a show all about Shari and Javen, you, by you the like way. You like them. I like them too. I thought it was a, a sweet way. And now I, now I understood at this point why they saved this for the end. We They can claim there's a happy ending and that Temptation Island did its work. Meanwhile, Temptation Island really is just should be breakup island. It just dismantled three relationships and then... What I learned one. from this show is that um, human relationships are fragile and cannot withstand temptation. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was tough, but I gotta say, love the show absolutely. I wonder, is there gonna be a reunion? Look for us on season two of <laughs> yeah, the reboot. Right. Throughout the show, I kept being like, Nick, do you want to go on the show? <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, it would. I, it seems like it just ruins nah, relationship. Even terrible. though I think we would be Shari and Javen. Yeah, well, now we're Shari and Javen. We started as Casey and Evan. <laughs> we saw what happened with them. Uh, but yeah, I am now going to look forward to a second season of the show. Wait. I'm sure it seems like it did pretty well, so I'm sure they they're, they're going to bust out another season and guys, uh that's our show. We did pretty good. I mean, we got about 41 minutes. I mean, we paused for Ashley coughing about 75 times. Hopefully guys, you didn't realize that. Thanks so much for listening. I'm sure my voice sounds yeah. horrible. So I'm going to take it from here. Uh folks, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, please find us at Reality Blows Pod. If you'd like to follow Ashley on Twitter, we'll find her at Ashley b roberts you can find me on instagram by searching my name nick maritato also if you would like to email us and give us a comment or a question or a recommendation which we would really really appreciate you can do that by emailing us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com and please 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 if you haven't already scroll down to the bottom of the uh, apple podcast app on our page and hit that little fifth star give us five stars write a little something nice if you can it helps the podcast get seen by more and more people and don't forget on uh probably on thursday uh, expect a another recap of this season of the challenge war of the worlds i believe it's episode nine already we are getting up there things are getting tense the british invasion has been insane uh will the americans band together how long can west stay on this show well all those answers will be um revealed who knows but check our recap um probably third eh, sometime on thursday you know you know how it goes and that is it folks thanks for listening goodbye